Hey, what's up folks? Welcome back to another 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit and joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning everybody. I'm Pedro Ruiz, Creative Tech here at Adafruit and every week we're here to share with 3D printed projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. Yeah, this is the show we combine 3D printing, sometimes CNC milling as well, with, uh, with electronics to make inspirational projects. Bam. We did it. Nailed it. Hello everybody, we're hanging out in the Discord chat room. If anyone would like to join us during the show live, you can join the Discord chat room by heading over to discord.gg slash Adafruit. You can join the live broadcast chat room. That's where we're hanging out. And then you can also use this link here. Uh, what was it? Discord. Did I already say that one? Discord.gg slash Adafruit. We're also hanging out in the YouTube chats over on the Twitch. On the Twitter? Twitter? On LinkedIn. Oh man, we've been doing so good. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's. Giving shout outs to everybody hanging out in the chat rooms. We've got Xbox Gamer, a writer wandering, Red Beard the Pirate hanging out. we got Blitz City DIY in Hello. the Discord. we got good Andy morning. Calliway. we got Tinkering Tech. Everybody hanging out. Good morning, good afternoon. Good evening, good night to everybody hanging out. <laughs> good night. Cron job also hanging out. Good morning, everybody. Let's go ahead and jump into this week's show. Yeah, First. we'll we'll do the housekeeping stuff. So head on over to adafruit.com slash free. You can see all the different deals that are going on. The more money you spend with Adafruit, the more stuff you're gonna get for free. Uh, this week we got some things, so um, I will just kind of run through it. So check it out, go to adafruit.com slash free. You can see all the different tiers. Um, yeah. CircuitPython meetings happen every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, and you can join live during the show. It's recorded uh, in the Discord server. You can join the CircuitPython chat room uh, every Monday at 2 p.m. It's a good place for the community to listen into the core devs and what they're working on and progress across the community. For newsletters, we have a, a weekly newsletter that's focused on products, all the new products that get added to the Adafruit shop. You can get on top of that by subscribing to this newsletter. It is adafruit.com slash newsletter. That's the URL to get subscribed to that. Adafruit doesn't spam or automatically subscribe anybody, so you have to opt in. Daily newsletters, the name is Adafruit Daily. You can check out adafruitdaily.com. It's a standalone website. You can click all the little categories and check boxes to subscribe to daily content in your news box. I think that's what they call it, your email inbox. Uh, we have 3D printing, we have Python on hardware, maker business, biohacking, and lots more, like the newest edition, the IoT Monthly, headed by the IoT master himself, Brant Rubel. That's pretty good, I like that one, let's save it. Uh, help wanted. That's what that says. There's a jobs board at jobs.adafruit.com. Let me head over there right now. It's a free website for makers and maker companies. Yeah, so we got some job postings there. Check them out. You can make a profile, whether you're a maker looking to get some gigs or a employer looking to employ some makers. Well done. Are we ready to do the show? Yeah. <laughs> like the, the, the product. All right, cool. So this week, uh, it is Cyber Deck Week. We have a learn guide and a little video on the Cyber Deck. Uh, so let's just look at the, the Cyber Deck. So this is the Cyber Deck. Um, 
there's two versions, right? What is the difference between these two? Well, these are designed for the Raspberry Pi 400. This is the Raspberry Pi 400. That's just a keyboard. No, the, the computer's in there. You got a 2x20 header here, and this is where it plugs into. Um, yeah, so the Raspberry Pi 400. These are the Cyberdeck, Cyberdecks. So we have one for hats, right? So Raspberry Pi hats and Raspberry Pi bonnets. What are the difference between the two? Just the size, right? That's really the difference. Some of the features that we have here is you have this super cool custom angled header that's uh, 30 degrees angled down, so you get really nice viewing when you plug it into the, uh, to the back of your Pi 400. So for the bonnet, it's going to work with bonnets. Bonnets are these smaller hats. A smaller hat is a bonnet, and these just plug in like that. There you go. This is a little uh, Adafruit 128 by 64, 1.3 inch OLED bonnet with a joystick. I like this joystick and two buttons. I don't have any demo code running on this one, but you can, you can uh, imagine that this, this looks pretty awesome. This is the hat version of it. I forgot to mention that these have Stemma ports on either side, so it's really easy to connect Stemma QT sensors. Uh, Stemma QT is the I squared C um, connector for all of the Adafruit sensors that are being updated with Stemma QT. We also have a JST 3-pin port here, so if you want to plug in some NeoPixels or something else that's like an analog sensor, you can use these right here. And they both, uh, both the bonnet and the hat version have those. Yeah, so as far as features, that's, that's that right there. And then this is what we did today, uh, or this week rather. We, you can 3D print or CNC mill or laser cut this little expansion plate. The expansion plate has these two slots, and the slots allow you to secure some of these STEMI QT breakouts uh, to those slots with some, some hardware. So I got these standoffs. These are M25 standoffs. We sell a kit as well, so if folks want to pick that up you can uh, start using some hardware to attach your stuff. All right, so right here is the 3.5 inch Pi TFT. This is a very awesome touch screen that you can add to your Raspberry Pi. And if you were to plug this in here, it wouldn't quite you know, work. So that's why Lamar came up with this awesome little accessory for the Pi 400. So it just plugs in like this. You got yourself a 3.5 inch Pi TFT screen. And then the, uh, the connector here is slotted, or it's keyed, so you can't fit it in incorrectly, so that's really nice. Did I manage to fit it in incorrectly? Maybe. I just have to angle it right. There we go. So that plugs into the back there. And uh, I already have PyOS running, so this is a uh, USB-C. It's a 5 volt, 3 amp power supply that comes with the Pi 400 if you get the Pi 400 kit. And uh, let's take a look at some fun demo code. So the AMG 8833 is this thermal imaging camera. And it's, uh, the latest version of it has these STEMI QT connectors. So I was able to connect it to our CyberDeck hat by just plugging in this cable. Super rad. So the Pi TFT has its own Learn guide, and you can uh, use Adafruit script to easily install it. You just run some app get install stuff in the terminal, and then uh, you can use this awesome display. And it is a touch screen, so you kind of can touch stuff. I was trying to make a marquee selection to show that off. There we go. Yeah, so yeah, you got a full blown pie in here. 
I have the AMG8833 demo code running, which you can get from the learn guide. And let's run it. So I forget where the terminal is. It's under accessories. <laughs> there it is. I don't have a mouse hooked up, so I'm just going to click it away. So yeah, you can run the terminal here. I'll uh, run the demo code. I just got to get into the AMG folder. We can run this Python script. Sweet. So there we go. I've modified the code a little bit, just the height and width of the pixels. Um, so that way it's displaying full screen. It's using Pygame library for Python, so you can modify things to it. Uh, I really like that you can switch between uh, the, the kind of start X GUI and also like a full-blown terminal using F1 and F7. You can switch between this demo and another terminal, like the full screen terminal. This looks really nice, like it's super crispy text. And uh, here I can run um, the Hollywood script, which is written by Dustin Kirkland. I saw this on uh, Zach Friedman's video where he uh, also created a cyber deck with the Pi 400. And he was running the script on this really nice uh, kind of weird uh, display. And uh, it works well here too on the 3.5 inch Pi TFT. This doesn't really do much other than like look super awesome. You type away, pretend like hacking. <laughs> and you can switch between, you know, the demo. Like, kind of looks like this is the, the code that's running. You can uh, control C. Let me run it again. That one kind of shows the matrix kind of code. If you ever play with that, like definitely check it out. I have a link to uh, Dustin's uh, blog post where you can just install it with a couple app get uh, commands. That's the best one right there. So cool. Let's switch between that. Ah, hello. Yeah, so there we go. We have uh, some, some nice expansion plates for the Cyberdex. End of demo. Any questions or anything that folks are curious about? Uh, they like the acrylic style that you're using on that. So it is the fluorescent style acrylic. Yeah, sure. So uh, I tried it in different colors. Like this one doesn't look as great because it's not fluorescent. But uh, yeah, this is uh, milled with a engraving bit on our desktop CNC from Bantam Tools. And this is the 3D printed version. So I added some grills here to kind of make it less print time, um, but it's still um, Rigid, it's not super flexible. You can flex it a little bit, you know. Um, acrylic is really kind of stiff, so it doesn't get that much flex. Uh, but yeah, if you have a 3D printer, go ahead and 3D print this one out. You can print it whatever color. Um, now they do have fluorescent filament, so that would work as an option as well. Yeah. Um, this is like a custom pattern that I put together in Fusion 360. The, uh, the traces. Maybe I can zoom in here a little bit get a good look at them. I'm using uh, Endmill's uh, engraving bits from Harvey Tool. Shout out to Bantam Tools for uh, sending them my way. So I've been testing those out. And then uh, the slots and the outline was milled with a 1 16th inch flat end mill, which is uh, a great uh, tool if you're doing M3 size holes like these are m3 size holes so i'm using a uh, 1 16th inch which converts to 3.17 millimeters in diameter so they're perfect for making these slots and uh the tip here with engraving is like this is the surface that was engraved you can see that it's a little it's not popping out 
when you look at it from the reverse side, it really pops out because all the, li all the light is diffracting inside of those little uh, cutouts there. As far as the depth of the cut here, we're looking at 0.4 millimeters of depth. But shout out to our, um, our creative, Bruce Yan, what is creative? It's like the, mm -hmm. the top creative guy. Designer. <laughs> Designer. Um, he does all the Adafruit logos, Adabot design. All the artwork you all see. All the artwork you see is from Bruce Yan. And this pattern I've been seeing in a lot of Bruce's work. And it's these traces that kind of, kind of angle at a 45 degree angle. And uh, I just really like them. So I, I redid them in uh, Fusion and came up with a, a toolpath strategy that can uh, be repeatable so that you can, you know, uh, <laughs> mill it across the surface. Excellent. So the pink one really shows it much better here. It's really, really hot pink. So, so there's a little bit of milling uh, talk there. I also have more things in the learn guide that we could talk about. So I think with that, I will switch it to the learn guide. Did we look at the bonnet version? So this is the 3D printed version of the bonnet. Uh, I haven't quite put it together yet, but this is how it looks. You can use standoffs to secure it. So you add screws here in the back here, and then you get these two slots here. So yeah, I got to get this running at some point. Maybe I'll, I'll do this for show and tell tonight. Cool. All right, so let me hop over to the learn guide, or maybe just talk about the products that we just talked about, right? There are some things in stock, folks. So the Pi 400, as the kit is in stock, it comes with this awesome beginner's guide book. It comes, and it's updated too. Uh, it comes with the power supply, an SD card, an, a nice official mouse, and the uh, a, an HDMI cable that that's a, converts like a mini HDMI to the full HDMI. So you can get the kit for about a hundred bucks. Um, you could also get just the pies as well. I think it saves you a couple bucks, but you might as well get the kit because it has all the things you need really to get it going. So cool. It's nice to see that in stock. The Pi TFT is also in stock. This is the 3.5 inch. So the resolution for that is 480 by 320. And it's designed to work with like even the oldest Pi generations because it has that extra two by 13 pit header pins that uh, the old Pi used. You can tell it's an old Pi because it's got the RCA connectors. Is that RCA? S-Video, something like that. Mm -hmm. Cool, so that's the Pi TFT. We all know and love it. It's a great little TFT. Uh, the biggest TFT that you can get, really. Yeah, and it's uh, the assembled version, so you can get it pre-assembled or without headers. And it's nice to see the AMG 8833 thermal camera breakout is in stock. This is uh, one of the better thermal imaging camera sensors. And we got demo code that can run in, um, that can run on the Raspberry Pi using Python. I think we also have Arduino and CircuitPython code for it, I believe. We can look at the learn guide. Yeah, we had it running on uh, the, the Featherwing TFT, so we know that works with Arduino. Not sure if it works with CircuitPython. Uh, yeah, I guess it is CircuitPython. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> it uses Blinka, I think. But this learn guide here will, will walk you through installing the library and 
getting the, the, the demo code here, I just clicked on the learn guide for the AMG 8833. And this will walk you through installing all the, uh, the libraries and, and wiring it if you needed to wire it. But we just plug it in with Stemma QT, right? In the code, it's, it's, it's nicely documented. So I came in here and just changed the height and width here of the sensor from 240 uh, to a 320 um, pixel square. So that's, that's all I changed in it. But I did change one more thing. I'm sorry. There's a, there's a way to make it go full screen. Um, I think somewhere around here, you just put dot full screen in caps, and it works. It's a pie, it's a pie game um, thing. But that's, that's kind of just a little extra detail there. If you want it full screen, you can, you can do full screen by typing it in, in the right syntax there. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's pretty good. It's fun to play with this one. And if you want to pick up some of these Stemma QT cables, get them while they're, sold, while they're still hot, while they're still in stock. Um, I see a lot of, Lamar says, like, a lot of folks just buy these like crazy. So a project could use anywhere from two to three of these. So more than one, it's, it's nice. Uh, and this is the 50 millimeter version. Like, the, the length of it is like the shortest you can get. And then we have longer ones, like 100 and 200 millimeters. So depending on what you're doing, you might want a bigger, a longer one. Or a shorter or a longer one. We worked out. Okay. All right. So those are the parts. On back to the learning guide. Um, pretty simple guide. Uh, the CAD files page has the CAD files. We've got STLs if folks just want to 3D print it. The naming for them has like a prefix that says it's either a hat or a bonnet. That's the version. And then the suffix at the end is uh, the length of the slot. So. Um, this design I needed to, originally I made it longer, and then when I wanted to CNC mill it, I had to reduce the length of the slot because uh, my the bed of the spoil board of my CNC machine isn't as big as the 3D printer, so I had to uh, resize it a bit. Cool. So that's for 3D printing. Uh, if you if folks want to like modify the design, um, I have the step file in the Fusion 360 archive available, which has all the original sketches, and it's driven with user parameters, so it's really straightforward and easy to adjust uh, the length of the slot and mounting holes. So let's just jump into uh, Fusion real quick and kind of take a look at the CAD stuff. I want to start off with like the original design. Like the original design was just like this super simple plate with like r really straight edges and shapes. So I wanted to rework it so that it matches more of the Cyberdeck. So I added these like chamfered or rather these, these, uh, these angled edges here, and then kind of shifted it up a bit to kind of look like, uh, just to go with like the theme of traces, right? You got this like 45 degree angled stuff. Um, so the sketch here is, uh, it uses user parameters, which are just like variables that you can uh, use. So here I'm changing the, the length of the slot um, so it's driven. So the length of the slot is able to adjust by just changing that user parameter. And this was really important for me to be able to 3D print it and quickly change it so I can CNC mill it. Um, other things like the uh, the mounting holes is something that you want to change. Um, for me, like if you want to use different size screws or you want to add a little bit more uh, wiggle room to your mounting holes, you can change that as well. Uh, and then the last thing I made was the thickness, like making that adjustable when you're setting up um, tool paths for CNC milling inside the CAM workspace in Fusion. 
you really want to pay attention to your material thickness because that will affect um, the amount of depth cuts that you need to make. So here I'm just kind of changing it and showing that uh, you can get pretty ex extreme on, uh, on the thickness. Or you can print it really thin if you'd like, right? It depends on what you're doing. Um, but if you're milling and you're using the cam tools, that definitely take a look at this one. Um, yeah, putting the extra work in to make it scalable is uh, really nice uh, when you want to translate your, when you want your, your uh, design to go across different mediums, whether it's CNC or 3D printing. We have 3D models of both versions uh, of the Cyberdeck. So we have a 3D model of the Cyberdeck hat and the Cyberdeck bonnet. This is the bonnet and this is the hat. Spent some time on the differences between the two. We have some questions on the differences. All right. Let's uh, hop back to the here. overhead. You yeah, can see the, the size difference for these. So Yeah, the bonnets are just smaller hats. So of course you could fit a bonnet onto the hat, but you can't fit a hat onto the bonnet. So if you just like a smaller format for your, your smaller Pi Zero sized uh, accessories, that's what your bonnet's for. Um, and again, these are for the Pi 400 only. So if you're going to put this on a Pi Zero, it's not really designed for a Pi. Unless you have that exact same angle and you want right. to uh, uh, use that to you know, do yeah. the 30 degree angle for whatever reason. Right. Did you put the Pi Zero away? Oh, yeah. You did, yeah? yeah. You brought the Pi Zero and you're like, how does this? I was like, that's not. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's the difference. It's just, you know, they still have the same connectors on them, the, the semi-QT connectors. The only difference here is the size, that's all. The, uh, the headers here are the exact same headers, right? They're uh, 2 by 20, that's designed for the Pi, and then up here, 2 by 20 as well. Exact same. The artwork is slightly different on the silkscreen. The silkscreen, by the way, is, is designed by Philip Burgess, who's a residential dragon. And this is uh, Jones. He's a cybernetic dolphin from the movie Johnny Mnemonic. You see these little uh, cyber-esque laser discs. Yeah, pretty awesome artwork. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, yeah anyway. Okay, so does that answer question? Yep. <clears throat> and then some questions on what uh, printing services uh, for the milling of the yeah, for the milling, uh, check out Pinoco. They're more of a laser cut service. They have a lot of great choices of acrylic, lots of fun styles, lots of fun, uh, yes, and different material thicknesses too. I think you could also do wood and metal, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, check out Pinoco. I can pull up the website if you'd like. Pinoco.com. There it is. Um, yeah, they, they can do metal as well. Um, here's all the uh, 200 plus engineering grade materials. Yowza! It'd be sweet to see this in, um, in some wood or something. I asked uh, Kirby if he would uh, mill it out of aluminum. Oh. Yeah. So that's cool. So yeah, check it out. You can uh, just upload the SVG here. Let me just do that now. Oh, I gotta log in. Ho ho ho. Pedro, entertain the folks while I log in here with my Google stuff. Okay, so uh, plus one for Pinoco says uh, Blitz City. Yeah, Blitz. Uh, Liz got uh, her Eurorack oh, that's right. case. Uh, the side panels were, it uses wood, but also the acrylic panels were done in the super 
super juicy colored uh, acrylic. And then for the actual question, which was what 3D printing services? Oh, sorry, folks. Um, I, 3D hubs, I suppose, but I think folks so. might not be. I think it's like for industrial services. Yeah, they've now. they've they've, they've kind of ch ch pivoted from the maker community to. Com so I don't I don't have any. I have no clue. I, I suppose X Y. I don't know Make if they're still XYZ around. If, if anybody in any of the chats knows, yeah, I, we, we have we, don't know. we have not kept kept up to date on any 3D printing services besides like Shapeways, but that's gonna cost them on the leg. Yeah, that, I don't know if they do that. At this point, it's do? cheaper to just buy a just printer, buy a I believe. I saw a lot of folks having luck getting that hundred dollar printer at Joanne's Fabric, right? It was oh, like the yeah, Sculpto. the polar one. Yeah, Sculptia or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe take another look at 3D printers if if you have a budget, sub thousand dollars for maybe sure, not. sub five hundred dollars for w sure. Weren't these like a hundred bucks <laughs> for the whole printer? <laughs> All right, you logged in. I no, <laughs> I got distracted. Sorry. Um, that was supposed to entertain the folks, not you. <laughs> I know, my bad. All right, then this, we got... this wants me. This wants like, who am I and what am I doing? Oh, skip it, skip it. You I'm don't need it. This. Sorry, folks. But uh, yeah, just make an account. Maybe don't use your Google account. Just make it anyway. Trust me, it's a good site. It's a good service. Quick shipping, great quality. Ask too many questions. <laughs> just okay. Um, back over to the learn guide then, I suppose. So yeah, check out the CAD source file. It's uh, it's a great little uh, demo in user parameters. But if you have a, a laser cutter, maybe you have a like a vinyl cutter, and you want to cut this out of your vinyl cutter, you can do that too. You can use the SVG file to laser cut or, or vinyl cut. You can print it on a two two D piece of paper. Sure, and, and outline it on and on use a, a scroll saw to cut it out. Yeah, that'd be really cool. And then I have a mechanical drawing. If folks want to add extra kind of pieces to it, this is the first time I'm, I'm experimenting with using the 2D drawing workspace inside of Fusion. So I had fun uh, learning that by just clicking around. So this tells you all the mounting holes and dimensions for the slots and the various uh, dimensions for like the whole thing. Uh, this can help you determine what kind of material stock size you need uh, if you're laser cutting or cutting out of wood. You need to know what kind of base. Uh, dimensions this thing is and that's what this does it's just a, a drawing all right so that's the, that's the CAD file page got all the things out there for the assembly I'm using the uh, the hardware screws the m25 we have a kit just buy the kit it, it's got all the standoffs all the different various sizes of standoffs and um, hex nuts and different sizes of screws this I love this kit it's my favorite Hardware kit, and they're black, Adafruit black. So that's what I'm using here. They're about six millimeters tall. The uh, the standoffs. Just need four of them. There's four mounting holes. And for the Stemma QT breakouts, you can use these little short um, male to female style uh, headers. I'm sorry, headers standoffs. And uh, use hex nuts to secure it to those slots, whichever slot you want to use. You got two of them to choose from. Um, yeah, and then just walks you through installing, plugging it in, as I should. Pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah, that's it. That's pretty, pretty straightforward, huh? And then we got some general, general questions on uh, starting 
journey into a Raspberry Pi. People are recommending, yeah, go with the Pi 400. It's definitely, yeah, definitely uh, a really good way to get started off since everything is already included in there. You don't need any extra keyboards or mice, especially the kit comes with all that. All you need to provide is an HDMI monitor. Yeah. Should we play Doom? I think I installed Chocolate Doom, or maybe that was the other Pi. Hmm. Whoops, I hit the wrong button, sorry. And then some shout-outs for designing this. They were trying to mount some speakers on either side of the... Um, dang, where did that go? The Raspberry Pi, the Braincraft hat. Ah, excellent. But yeah, it was too one. janky. This would be a lot more better. Thanks for uh, launching this uh, design. Thank you. Yeah, I hope it... Uh, it works well. Yeah, I, we can play Minecraft or just some other things, but that's the majority of the demo. That's mostly the demo. Yeah, I really like how it's slimmed down. This makes things for like if a kid is doing homeschooling on this, you don't have to have a, such a giant footprint for an additional computer for them to work on. This can browse the web, use YouTube and all the uh, pretty, you know, uh, CPU intensive tasks right. pretty well. And then Duester is pointing to a great deal on an Ender 3X that ends at the end of the day. It like is Amazon on or Banggood. It's on Banggood. Banggood. Okay. Uh, maybe... You can get them on Amazon. They're, they're everywhere. Maybe check Amazon, yeah. YouTube works. Right. And they just uh, caution that you uh, get what you pay for. Right. Get what you pay for. Okay. YouTube kind of works. Cool. I don't really try browsing anything. Yeah, the, it looks overblown because of the webcam, the angle, but yeah, really nice. 320 by 480 uh, can fit quite a bit on there. Uh, Mr. Pedalicious is uh, saying, uh, mo just more explaining to the newcomers on what the CyberDeck can be used for. You can plug in more GPIO if you want to fiddle with plugging in additional electronics like we're showing here, the sensors. Mm -hmm and speakers and uh, new pixels. Yeah, for sure, it'd be cool to see some new pixel stuff. Um, it has built-in Wi-Fi, so you just plug it into, uh, you just you know type in your Wi-Fi stuff. It, the, the kit is really great because it comes with a, an SD card that has PiOS already on it. It walks you so through you all the updating. So you plug it in and it updates itself and asks you what's your Wi-Fi, what's your password. Really, really great experience like for a newbie, mm -hmm. a, new, a newcomer. A beginner, a student. And there's some chat about the different sizes. There's two gigabyte, four gigabyte, and eight gigabyte. Right. Just go ahead and go with either the either eight or the good. four, just so you don't have to uh, you know, worry about any RAM or uh, running out like for programs. But the two should be just fine if you're just starting out. My cold hands. And then Mr. Petalicious is saying, yep, the make sure you uh, Decide on which RAM because it is not upgradable. This guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought this is only one version. Uh, you're talking about like a Pi 4? Yeah. Different. Yeah, mm -hmm. this Pi 400 is the built-in keyboard thing here. Yeah. Uh, I'll say one thing about making it portable. Last week we were showing it off with the with the, uh, the PowerBoost 1000C. Um, it doesn't work, so that's why we ha we're not showing it. Lamar uh, also suggested don't show that. Uh, the power boost caps out at two amps. This guy needs three amps. This this uh, 
guy or girl needs three amps. Uh, which is what this power supply, it has like a Pi logo, it's like official Pi um, power supply. That's the only thing. It's like you need a, a power supply that can, that can power it. And uh, this one here is, is what you need. It's got a little Pi logo on it. Uh, do we sell that separately? I'm not sure. And you can check out the video where Lamar's uh, talking about it when it first launched. And uh, hey, that's the. That's a really good build. I was surprised at how comfortable the USB mouse was mm. and just the build of the keys themselves. Yeah. That's a really great. good job on that. Yeah, it really is. Yep, built in Cat5 as well. Mm -hmm. People uh, thanking you for uh, clarifying the power boost. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't want folks to. Uh, to get power boost and be like, this don't work, because <laughs> it, it doesn't work. That's why it didn't work during the demo, it just barely worked. <laughs> yeah, and then Avro32 uh, saying to play BZ Flag. Huh. What's that? I guess it's a game on the pie. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Um. <laughs> and Jim, Hendrickson, uh, Jim Hendrickson is saying, well, we're going to have to wait for the power boost 3000 then. <laughs> yeah, right. I think Lamar had a a thing about the po the power boost? Do you remember what she said about it? It's probably in the notes. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> I vaguely remember her like being a bit against it. I could be wrong. I'm right, probably let's see. wrong. <laughs> All right. So we got a request to play something. I don't know. I have I have Bunner. Mm -hmm. Just open up Minecraft. <laughs> it didn't work because oh. the uh, oh the pi yeah the, the pi TA doesn't quite run it with the frame buffer. Yeah. And clarifications. Soccer. We said scroll scroll saw, not blue saw. <laughs> so someone on Twitch. Scroll saw. Yep, you can cut it with whatever cutting tools, yeah, a piece sure. of wood or. Yeah, you could <laughs> make it out of chipboard and like stack multiple chipboards together, yeah. you can do a thin wood, like a 16th inch thick wood. You could probably cut that on one of the Cree-cut machines with like a deep knife. Yeah. And then question about Raspberry Pi OS and the CyberHat. Is there a good resource to figure out how to keep the terminal window open on the CyberDeck TFT while still having a usable GUI on the HDMI? Yeah, so I showed earlier that you can use the the hotkey control alt f1 and that'll take you to a full screen terminal and then if you use control alt f7 it'll take you back to start x so maybe that can help that might work with hdmi yeah. and you can have two you know um terminals open there are two instances of it and that's how i was running both of these demos and one terminal i'll have uh the the, the amg 8833 demo code and this I was running Hollywood, which uh, I have linked to uh, Dustin's blog yep. post. He walks you through the it. commands uh, for installing it. It's pretty simple. It's like install apt git or sudo apt git install Hollywood. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. It looks great too on like a desktop. Like you can run it on your desktop, Windows or Mac or whatever Linux. I mean, it's for Linux. And then Yanni is. Uh Suggesting the PowerBoost 7000. Yeah, I mean, future. 
And then Duester is saying that uh, some of the crates where uh, cuties, the mandarin, mandarin oranges, and what those come in, those are very nice and thin plywood. It's a ah. great graphic here, a little bit too. I'm going to source some of this mandarin orange, uh, the cuties, yeah. crates. That sounds, that's that's some, some good wood. Yeah. All right, well, let's, that's the pie, cyber deck. Pi oh, and a couple of people have asked about the strain of uh, when there's a little bit of uh, play on the cyber deck. Oh yeah, Lamar talked a little bit about it. It's pretty sturdy. This is the amount of play. It's about five degrees, if that. A difference. Um, so one of the things that we wanted to do. Power or anything. Yeah, one of the things I wanted to do was add what a wedge mm -hmm. here or something. Um, I don't think it needs it, y'all. To be honest, it's not. It's not bending it too bad. There's a little bit of play, but... I mean, I guess if you have it bent all the way back, it won't affect it when you're doing your touch screen. Yeah, it but is, it yeah. would, you know, peace of mind, if uh, anybody wants to design a little wedge for the back, should just be able to slide mm -hmm. in there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then, oh, I posted the Hollywood link inside of the Discord. It is on the Learn Guide. Let me dig that out. Yeah, it's just it's just a link to Dustin Kirkland's blog post. It's on the homepage. Yep, I've already linked it yeah. in the Discord up right a couple there. minutes ago. I'll show you where it is too. I'll relink like, it. Where is it. No, it's right here. I know, but just like a visual, like if you go to the homepage, uh, down here there's a little description. The infamous hacker demo above is Hollywood Linux script by Dustin Kirkland. Let's look at his website real quick. There's Dustin, and he's got a little video with like 4K. It's really ah. dope. And uh, yeah, sudo app git install Hollywood. It's awesome. If you have, you know, Ubuntu or whatever, whatever. But it, it seems to work perfectly fine with uh, PyOS, the latest version. And then if you have some other version of, maybe run this one if you need to install any dependencies or something. But yeah, it works really awesome. Awesome work, Dustin. He has a little backstory on. He had like an hour during a flight or something, and he uh, he whipped it out. Nice, crazy hacker, <laughs> crazy hacker mode. So we got two comments on the uh, play that is on the uh, port there. Dewester says that now there might be some frames on Thingiverse with Pi 400 that might help with that. And then over oh, on the Twitch, Ion EU is saying that cycling that connector will eventually kill it, so oh, no. might be a good idea to add okay. that wedge on there. And then uh, clarification on Big Blue Saw, it's a cutting service. So it's like Pinoco, I'm guessing. Oh. Blue, Big Blue Saw. Interesting. For cutting services. Wild. Water jet, laser, and custom parts. Nice. There you go. Sweet. Another service for your cutting needs. They have like their own software too. That's fun. Pinoco is really nice once you have an account, you literally just, you throw, you give it an SVG and it like quickly, it's a real nice setup. I'm they sure have this all is the pretty materials similar. Yeah. There. Let's, uh, let's do it, I don't actually wanna do this. Source vectors, let's do the 46 millimeter one, upload. I need to tell it notes and things. Uh, well, in any manner, um, yeah. Check it out. Fun. Cool. All right, I think we're ready to, uh, to 
Go ahead. The, uh, this week's project and move on to what are you prototyping for next week? Hold on, just posting links yeah. to the Discord over on the YouTube chat. Definitely join Discord. There's a bunch of people in there that are always helping out. We are in the live broadcasting channel. And let's go ahead and jump into this week's what are we prototyping? Just a second, I'm shut this. No, I'll just leave it in the background there. <laughs> like, just leave it on. All right, so what are you prototyping, Pedro? Uh, it's actually kind of done. Just waiting for some uh, <laughs> yeah, updated yeah, yeah. code from our resident dragon, Mr. Philip Burgess. This is Terrico from Zelda Age of Calamity. And showed it off a couple weeks now, and I, I think I'll save it for next week since guide okay. and video, all that stuff is done, just waiting yeah, on the code. Work. And it's just like a little shoulder mounted robot, one of those companion robots that are quite popular in the maker scene, so I wanted to theme one out to a uh, playable character that you can uh, get on Zelda. It's pretty cool, like yeah, I had like, no idea that he was such a badass. Yeah. <laughs> you have all these crazy power-ups and combos. whatnot, combos, but for the electronics on this, it's running itsy bitsy. If you look on the inside, all of the electronics are inside there. It's a servo that is just uh, with a horn, custom horn that is moving his head around. With the NeoPixel inside there, you can see the LiPo battery on there. On the inside, it's snapped together uh, bottom lid here. We have the itsy bitsy, a LiPo backpack so you can recharge this, and a little slide switch to turn the circuits on and off. Everything's connected with the Molo. Uh, Molex. Molex connectors, so it's easy to reattach or assemble this little guy. And it's a nice little uh, compact little circuitry for a little robot. We have this little magnet that you can use with to attach to your shoulder. And just press fits in there so you can change uh, whatever magnets around in there. And snap together little uh, legs segments so you can position this guy however you want. Used to be ports on the outside, and of course your uh, slide switch. Everything just snap fits together, like click, click. so. And yeah, we will. Uh, so what he's working on is some uh, BLE code that runs with our BLE Connect app. So you can use your phone or your watch to just have it, you know, turn or light up, change the colors of the lights, and be more interactive uh, yeah, as you have like a little shoulder a puppet. Puppeteer. Um, Puppet tier mode, yeah. Even if it's just left and right, it's mm -hmm. really cool to control them. Yeah, just a super cute little Zelda themed sense. Uh, people like to uh, like all the Zelda oh, yes. projects that we yeah, come that up might, with. Yeah, so. might be one of the most popular videos. <laughs> the uh, he's an egg. It's like it's Easter is coming up, and there's eggs. Well, Speaking what a, of that, great timing. do we go into uh, community makes, or you got uh, yeah, something go else? Community makes. All right. So, so of course, Easter is what is it? The fourth? Yeah, the Sunday. It's Sunday the fourth. So of course, we had to come out with some really cool eggs from the community. This one is from Gray Fluffs. It's a lovely dragon egg. Mm. Printed many dragon eggs before. This one's really cool because of the hinge uh, geometry on it. Yeah. So just some specs about this. This was scaled to 200%, so it is a little bit bigger than uh, what he uploaded it at. Surprise, you got an Adabot and a Feather RP2040. Of course, everybody in this audience will say that that is an excellent <laughs> gift yeah. for uh, like an Easter surprise. Rawr. Lego Adabot, yum, an yum. RP2040 Feather. 
Like Pedro said, said, this is designed by Gray Fluffs. It's a thing you can grab on Thingiverse. They originally printed small, so it's scaled up. I think you said 200%. So small, using uh, 1.75 filament to act as the hinge. Oh, interesting. So we're These using it in, uh, what is this, an M3 by 20 millimeter long screw. All right, let's what we're using over. for the bigger one. And this lovely uh, silk uh, rainbow filament. Yeah, it gradually changes as the the, as the spool Can winds. You, uh, close those blinds. It's like too shiny. Yeah. <laughs> Just look sure. at all the cool detail on this. This came out so good. I feel like the, uh, the metallic-y feel of it definitely uh, has that dragon-esque uh, theme to it. And you can see here how the hinge is working. So it can pop all the way out mm -hmm. uh, open to the, uh, I guess, as big as you can. And a little bit of a mystery when you close it. It is yes. kind of tough to figure out where the opening is, which is one of the things I really liked about this because it goes along with the uh, textured pattern instead of it just being a solid line across. There is a little, um, what is this called? It's a clip or it's a like latch. It's like a little latch that yeah. clips onto the inside here. Yeah, there's a good look of it uh, from Gray Fluffs here. Uh, this is the latch. See there? Very nice. Yeah, so and he has this really cool there. experimental support all over it. Uh, right there, you can see the support. Is that what you printed? Yeah, I just used the supports. That's I tried great. without, and uh, just the way the Cura was trying to generate the supports was not good at all, so I just used his. That's awesome. I had no idea about that. That's great to see um, designers that design their own support material. Or, yeah. Wow, that's, that's Again, impressive. you can see how the uh, hinge structure is there. Just the geometry if you want this lid to um, open up in, in a, like completely open. Because otherwise, if it didn't, it would just barely open because of the geometry mm -hmm. in the back. I broke the thing. I broke that latch. Um, the filament isn't the strongest Because of the filament. way that we're doing but the time lapses do this. for this. Uh, I had to super glue that. It might break again. Look how the... Uh, <laughs> The hinge can yeah. click back Accommodate in. for yeah. the opening sizes. It's almost a, of, a, of a longer slot, so it kind of looks like a Venus flytrap. Feed me. <laughs> Navro uh, saying that looks like a Fabergé. Yeah. Fabergé. Yeah. This is an M3 screw. Did we talk about the screw? This is an M3 screw, 25 millimeters. Yep. M3 hex nut there. And Michael Horn on the YouTube is asking if this 3D printed. Yes. And they spin too. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Very lovely little. 200% scaled up. Thank you, Gray Fluss, for sharing this on Thingiverse. Lovely design. Check it out. There's also a lovely little dragon you can print out for it as well. You can see in the photos here. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Let's keep going with the community makes. Okie dokie. All right, this week from the community makes. This week we have a make from Suso Star. This is the key. Hey, what's up folks? <laughs> Welcome to the second part of 3D Hangouts. We had a little bit of a technical issue where Wirecast wire crashed, but here we are. We hope folks are still hanging in there. 
almost there. <laughs> so, so we're hanging out in Discord. Let me fix that real quick. We're, we're pretty close to the end of the show, so we'll, we'll finish up with uh, the last bit here. Uh, All right, so no, let's I go. Can't. I can't. Uh, there we go. There's, you saw the selection bug. <laughs> uh, no, that's not. Wirecast, why? I can't <laughs> fix this. Oh boy. Maybe if we do full screen and then just. You had one job, I Wirecast, yeah. once a week. All right, well, <laughs> let's, let's look at the last stuff. So this is a community. Oh, right, let's start over with the, um, the, the, the title screen. Okay. Where is it? Community makes. There it is. All right, All let's right. go ahead and jump into this week's community makes. Okay. The first one is from Soso Star. Um, they posted a make of the of the Keyblade from Kingdom Hearts, and they liked it so much that they created a custom wall mount. This is really nice. It's got multicolors, and it just looks fantastic. It's the full scale of the prop. There's no electronics in this prop, but I. I worked really hard on it, <laughs> and it's great to see other folks um, work really hard on, on a piece of it that makes it even better, like this wall hanger. Uh, wow, it has uh, brass standoffs as well, insert, oh, nice. heated inserts. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. What, I is that part of the design? Is no, so this is something new? they made. Wow. Um, they, um, they liked it so much that they made a custom mount also for huh. their sword. Amazing. Sword. Amazing. And the, the STL is up there too if folks want to make this. I want to make that. I know, I do too, because mine's just. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> cool. And one of the cool things about it is if you scroll down, you can see that they are all screw together pieces. You can make this full size, or if you have a kid, you can make it nice and small so they can swing it around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spend a lot of time on this. <laughs> Sorry. Excellent. Well, thank you for sharing that, um, Suzo, Suzo Star. Excellent. All right. Moving All right. on to, to a couple of Zelda-themed uh, makes. Yes, this is a really nice. This is the Thunder Helm. It's from uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Dagger 10. Used your Dagger 10 on Thingiverse. Uploaded this. I'll, I'll do an excerpt here. My daughter and I worked on this helm together. We scaled it down to 90% to fit her head and cut into several pieces to uh, accommodate for the Prusa i3 Mark Kate. MK3 printing bed. We use custom supports, painted with acrylic paint, um, and the rest of it, just a little bit more details on it. But this is fantastic. I like it when um, parents work with their kids uh, to create uh, some fun projects for their, for their kiddos. And uh, a couple other things that he mentions is uh, gonna, he's going to do some resin casting for the gems. And uh, mm -hmm. I forgot what I scaled the Thunder Helmet to fit uh, Gavin. Yeah, because there is a, a, a percentage where you can scale it to where the gem holes line up with your eyes, which I had noted that down. What I thought you could was, also just poke them too. With yeah. Like, yeah. I thought this was like a very obscure thing that nobody would make, and, and it's, it's amazing when folks do make it. It's like, yeah, in the game, it's pretty sweet. It is pretty sweet, yeah. It like protects Fantastic, you from lightning. Uh, paint job. Protects you from lightning, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what its job is. And uh, this was a fun project for us to work on. I'm, that just makes it all the better. So shout out to Dra Dra Dagger10 for sharing that with us. And another Zelda-themed one, of course, the Highland Shield. You can't cosplay without having your shield. Yeah, this is split up in four pieces and then printed um, one by one and then hey. glued together. 
So probably still some post-processing nice. to do, but it looks great. Yeah, in Spanish it says, uh, yeah, there's some problems with the filament. Mm. But uh, they got it going. Nice. Let's take the uh, pot through it. Yeah. All right, and that's this week's Community Makes. Thank you, everybody, for sharing your Community Makes. You can post it up on the Thingiverses or any of the social channels and tag me or Pedro or Adafruit in it. Check them out. Yeah. Sorry about the show crashing, but uh, that is what it is. Wirecast. Yeah. All right. So I think that's it for this week's episode, but don't go anywhere later today. We're going to have the Adafruit Show and Tell hosted by John Park this week. We'll be hosting next week. Oh, boy. That's the and wrong one. And then right after that, it'll be Ask an Engineer. Full hour of Lamar and Phil talking about all the cool stuff going on in the maker community, all the new products, and of course, all the cool new uh, circuits and boards that Lamar's working on. Excellent. Well done. Thursdays is John Park's workshop. You can check out John Park tomorrow on Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And then Fridays is Deep Dives with Scott every 2 p.m. Pacific Time or 5 p.m. Eastern Time. On Sundays, we have From the Desk of Lady Ada, featuring awesome segments like The Great Search with DigiKey, Top Secret, and more. On Tuesday, wait, on Mondays is the CircuitPython meeting. Don't forget that. You can join in live every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time in the Discord chat room. And then on Tuesdays, which was yesterday here, uh, JP's Product Pick of the Week, every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time or 1 p.m. Party Time, because he's a party animal. Let's look at this. Just look at him. He's so... <laughs> uh, I need to go. <laughs> we do this show every Wednesday. We, we struggle to do it, but here we are, every Wednesday at 11 a.m. I think that works. I'm glad it's the, uh, the software that has the struggle, not us. <laughs> Thank you all for sh uh, hanging out every single week. We'll see you later tonight. And with that, don't forget to make a great day. Bye see you later tonight, folks. <laughs>